evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be. This is Empress Q with Conscious Acts of Change. I'm so glad that you are listening to this podcast, this episode, because we're going to continue the series from last week around karma. It's a very delicate and serious issue that we as human beings have to experience in order for us to clean or correct our lives. So today I'm going to talk about karmatic traps. We all know about what you do come back to you. What's above is below. What we start, we must finish. But what about the things that is in between all of that? That's your karma. What's in between the Omega and the... The Alpha and the Omega? What's between the the ears of that? What's between the beginning and the end? It's karma. And... It is so amazing just to know that as we talk about how do we correct ourselves, how do we make ourselves balanced according to the the expectations of what God has for our life. You see, we're not here just to have a conversation or to enjoy life at the club or to uh, even create families. Our life is bigger than that. It is all of that is a part of who we are and what we can enjoy and have here on this planet. But the blueprint of our life, the mission, the reason for being, is that we are all here to contribute to the development and the fulfillment of what the universe has already destined for our existence. But you know, in order to get through this process, As I mentioned last week, there's going to be some challenges, some tests, some initiations that will come into our lives to measure our commitment and loyalty to our mission our reason for being. You know, for every cause there's an effect. So the question is, what are we causing? And karma can be good, bad, and in between. Karma can be ugly. It can be beautiful. only boundaries to our progress are the ones that we ourselves put before our lives. Our our karma is when we serve life from 
our heart from our life. And it will give back to us everything that we have given to life, to our hearts. You see, our karma is built on our life plan. And the universe or God already knows what we're going to do before we even get started, before we even touch this planet. But in order to have good karma, we have to take a look at how we have used our life. How have we used our life? Have we used the resources of the universe that has been given to us in so many different cosmic forms to use? How have we used this energy of light? Whether it is the sun or the moon or the stars. How have we used this energy of light? Whether we are creating something or we are dismissing something or destroying something. How have we used the resources of the universe to help us gain clarity about what it is that we seek? How have we used the resources of the universe to be consistent and committed like every element in the sky? The moon you can depend on it every night. The sun, you can depend on it every morning. Can God, the universe, Allah, Elohim, Yahweh, whomever, however you call upon, the greater source, the greater light of you. Are you consistent? Can it depend upon you to complete the blueprint plan for your life? You see, sometimes we get interruptions and we also will magnetize things toward us. Those interruptions can come in the place of people, places, things, experimentations. Because we have curious minds and we want to know, hmm, I wonder what happens if I do this. And then we sometimes always seem to attract the same kind of people. The same type of man. The same type of woman. Because what we're not paying attention to is when we had the test, 
we didn't make the breakthrough of change. Changing what? Not the man or the woman, but the characteristics within ourselves that aligned with the universal resources to help us grow. You see, we don't have to always be in control of everything. We always, the human man wants to make everything in, within his control. It has to happen a particular way, at a particular time, with particular people and particular places, with particular things, before I'm happy. That's entirely up to us. And all of those particulars will determine where we land. It will determine the type of experiences we will express in our lives if we are particular. But what are we particular about? We have an opportunity to exercise free will in creating our karma. We can exercise free will and transform our karma. The only boundaries to our progression are the ones we create for ourselves. So, karma. Where are these tests really built within us? What part of us really make choices that cause us to nowhere sometimes what is the karmatic trap that we find ourselves perpetually repeating and falling into over and over again it's often called temptation and where there's temptation, there is fear. Where there is fear, there is weakness. Where there's weakness, there is separation. Where there is separation, there is a lack of faith. Because Within our life cycle, we are going to continually be challenged because we don't realize that it is an opportunity in disguise and we run in the opposite direction because we want to avoid the problem and we want to manifest something wonderful in our life. But Sometimes the opportunity come dressed in a gorilla suit. And we want to kill the gorilla <laughs> not waiting to see what's behind the suit. That's why they say at birthday parties 
surprise because the individual doesn't know where they're going and when they get there they're not clear about what they're going to expect and they're already anticipating in their mind something different adverse something oh, I don't want to be bothered I don't want to do that I, well what is it I just no that's okay and then when they walk through the door surprise and all of this joy and love and happiness Embrace them. When we start seeing things from the perspective that is really designed to show us a roadmap on how to grow and expand versus problematic. You know, when that problem shows up, rather than engaging in the panic and the anxiety of the problem, or the trauma of the experience, we create our own trauma of the experience, why not sit back, be still, contemplate, and say to what appears to be a problem, because it hasn't appeared yet, but what appears to be a problem, and say, what have you come to show me about myself? Why are you here? What have you come to teach me? What must I learn? And the anticipation of what seems to be such a heavy weight balloon full of hot air dissipates and it falls into your lap and it reveals itself sharing with you, staring at you the karmatic test that you must embrace in order to get to your next level. That next level being transformation. That next level being something we must let go. You know, the hot topic right now is our emotions. We're all over the place. As human beings, we're just one hot mess. Somebody could look at us and we will just become emotional. Guess what being emotional is? Being emotional means that you are misusing God's energy. You are misqualifying the reason for the being of God coming into your life trying to help you expand and grow because you don't recognize him when he comes in a different form. Therefore we disqualify the energy. We disqualify the format, the process because of our own expectations and limitations of what we think it ought to be. Because in my mind this is the way that I have structured and formed and shaped what I am expecting. Not leaving room for the unexpected or the test or the initiation 
process. We then continually, perpetually have the same kinds of circumstances over and over and over and over again until we decide that we're going to stop the roller coaster and pass the test. So, if we decide that, then guess what? That very thing that you keep attracting to your life is going to show up. Because it is part of the process of passing the test. Why do I keep attracting the same type of people? Because you have not paid attention to what you are supposed to learn. We have all failed there. But it's never too late. You see, that's... What transformation is about? Transformation means simply to change. We want to change. We want to transform. We want to transcend. We want to elevate higher from the lower worlds in which we have been operating from. Because within the lower worlds, we are continually creating karma that is not providing a greater benefit to our life. And every day that we procrastinate and don't show up like the universal principles that God has created that's before our eyes, When we don't show up and we continuously postpone and delay and not stand and face and conquer the thing in which we are supposed to learn, we store within the records of our subconscious mind those memories. And they are held in the library of our subconscious mind until they accumulate dust. And then probably, depending on how old you are, by the time you reach 65, 70 years old, sometimes 80, you want to start blowing the dust off of those records to create change, to remove the confusion and the chaos and the disorder that accumulated those experiences to come into your life. It's natural to want to avoid the friction of karmatic encounters. Those clashes we often make that make us look at ourselves, that part of us, we would rather not look at. But it's those patterns that we must take a look at so that we can make a breakthrough and no longer continually, continually repeat them over and over again. And we have to be consciously aware when we decide that we are going to change our karmatic experiences by changing our behavior and our patterns 
the way we do things. We have to be consciously aware because it's going to come back. The initiation, the test is going to show up. We're going to experiment. But the question becomes, what will we experiment? Because recognizing those things that's going nowhere will cause us to still breed the desire to find quick fixes. The world wants to manifest everything quickly and the universe just doesn't respond that way. When it responds that way, it is for those individuals who have studied and practiced and made an investment in their life to know the principles on how to create good karma, how to create change, how to stop doing the same old things and not learning their lessons. You see, pain is an incredible teacher. And it is carved out of the alignment of our inner blueprint. Whether it's soul pain, physical pain, all pain is growing pain. It's there for a reason. And someone may come into your life and cause you pain. And you will say, I don't deserve this. And you don't. But if you really are true to yourself, authentic to yourself, genuine to yourself, you will change how pain enters your life. You see, it's not the other person afflicting upon you. It is you afflicting upon yourself because you are allowing certain things to come into your life and you have no boundaries and barriers in your life that when it shows up, it automatically bounces off. Why? Because your light is so brilliant, it can't make a breakthrough through the rays of light. And when our energy is low, when our thinking is not operating at an optimal level, when we feel victimized and traumatized and all kinds of emotional experiences, our spirit takes a hit because we decide that we don't want to do anything to create change. We're just attracting and accumulating, but we're not causing something else to happen. You see that solar plexus is the most important area of our life because if we do not identify who we are, who we are, what type of archetype are you? We are all a particular archetype. We are all a particular strategy. 
we all have a plan whether we are implementing our personal plan or whether we are implementing the divine plan the blueprint the God the universe has given to us we must do something to rearrange and change that feeling of pain into comfort or even changing that feeling of poverty into wealth. We must embody what we know is true for us and not be afraid to enter our light because you see our light comes through the crown chakra. And when we are not defined in terms of knowing our overall, I call, archetype, well, we have not defined that, then everything has the opportunity to come into our life. everything. We do not have the capacity to in insulate ourselves from our karma or our reason for being, for that matter. Because we need to do that in order to cushion, protect our spiritual path. If our karma is particularly coming from an adverse place. So the question is, through, through our emotions, what are we holding in that solar plexus area? The place that is supposed to be our wisdom and power. Are we holding love? Or are we holding irony? Are we selfish or are we acting out of purpose? What is it that we are not doing for ourselves? Because you see, our grace, our spirit, even our revolution, our conflict, our recognition of our feelings are all inside of that solar plexus. And whatever we are feeling, it is because of the karmatic experience we have created. There is no such thing as victimization. We can be liberated if we only see the beautiful possibilities in life, our true reason for being in life, and have value for being committed along our spiritual path for growth. Showing up to do the work every day 
that the universe can count on us every day like the moon rise, like the sun rise, like the stars appear, like the birds fly, even the airplanes, you can depend upon them. Sometimes. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying. We can depend on the leaves coming back every year on the trees. We can depend on the grass growing every year. We can depend on fish in the sea so that we can eat. We can depend on so many animals that we consume to be born and to grow and to die so that we can live. We can depend on putting our key in the door most of the time to step into the other side of the home that we have created. And our home represents our level of consciousness. If you want to know or measure where you are in your consciousness, walk through your house and see if you like what you have created. Because they are all the ideas that came out of your crown chakra. The light. Let there be light. Light means let there be a multiplied creation of ideas. Let everything that you think multiply. Let them come forth. Let them be abundant for. Karma. See, we can create good karma. Karma is not a negative word. It simply means, what are you doing? How are you measuring the possibilities of your life? How are you measuring your reason for being? Because we all have a reason for being. So just know that the concept of karma are your test in life. Go back into your library of the subconscious mind and walk through the library and look at the scripts, the film, the books, the literature that you have written over your lifetime. Look at the common thread of the things and what you experienced, talked about, promoted, denied, blamed, abandoned, enjoyed, shared, and spent time developing. Receiving guidance, mercy, protection, love from the heart. And then you will be able to see your archetype. You will be able to see who you created. 
did you go to charm school? <laughs> Is it lovely? Or did you have one foot in hell and the other one on earth? Everything that we experience in life is a karmatic test. And we face those same patterns over and over again if we do not look at life through the eyes of liberation. That you are free. That you can express, move, and have your being within that tube of light. But do not fear karma. Do not see it negatively. Just say, oh, it's a test. I got to repeat some stuff again. Wish I could say it the way I really want to say it. <laughs> but I don't curse. Go <laughs> on to the blue book. But I gotta repeat something. What have I not learned? Okay, Empress, what have you failed to look at because you were over here doing something else, not paying attention, didn't recognize it when it showed up, and then when it came in a different suit, and you said, I've been through this once before. Why am I having this experience again? Because our heart and eyes are closed and we're not recognizing and seeing through the eyes of God. Remember, the universe and all of its resources are there for us to use. Let's not look to man and let's not look to the earth for its resources because those are temporal. They can't do anything for you but give you a hot moment and a hot flash. But the resources from God are eternal. They won't fail you. They won't forsake you. They're not temporary. They are always available and ready to give you what you need. The only thing the universe requires is consistency. Can I depend upon you to come back, to show up again every day, to create the change you need through prayer and meditation and doing the work, going to your library and finding out where the problems are. Where are the records? Pull out that film and look at that old movie that you created. Study it and see why you are living the life that you designed. This is Empress Kim. From Conscious Access Change. This evening we're looking at the traps. The traps that come into our life. The people, places, and things, the experiences that continually repeat itself.
causing us to not recognize the lessons, the tests, the initiations that we are supposed to experience in order for us to grow, to get to the next level. I know it was very difficult for me to see that, particularly in my love relationships when I was single. I kept attracting the same kind of guys and the difference is I was under a different type of paradigm because they didn't have this type of information when I was having those types of experiences. We've moved into a new realm of the world. The world is releasing hidden information, things that they didn't particularly want women to even know. You know, we've come a long way from being a piece of property to being independent as some women call boss ladies and queens and all the titles that we give ourselves, we've come a long way. And even certain cultures of men have come a long way. But now the information is here. It doesn't matter what the past didn't give us, it's here now. So what are we going to do with what is in our hands right now? What are we going to reach for? Sometimes creating change is going to hurt somebody else. But guess what? It hurts you greater. Because you're the one that's creating the change, doing the work, going through the test, passing the initiation. So that you can be accepted. We do not want to misqualify the use of our energy. That God gives to us. The universe operates off of a multiplication of systems. Some we have not even heard of can possibly imagine. And for all of us who did not like algebra, geometry, and trigonometry, <laughs> hello, I raised my hand. That's what the universe operating system is. And for those of you who pass those to and, and love math, for you scientists and mathematicians, I know your life has excelled exponentially. But for those of us who could not quite get it, we're still learning. But we're getting there because more information has been released in this new age that we crossed over in in 2020. The past is gone. We must now learn something new. Just simply think of it like when your grandparents or parents or great-grandparents, when they were in the industrialized age and they had to then learn something new to survive, to take care of their families. We can't stay stuck standing in the pond of quicksand. 
We must lift our feet, our legs, and tread forward until we continually walk out of it and get back on dry land. It's important. It's important. That we just not only want to change, but to embody ourselves to feel the change and to know that the greatest possibility in this world, in the universe, is growth and expansion that can take you places you've never been before. Just trust, allow, let go, and be committed. I hope that you have enjoyed this lesson this evening. Because we must look for the traps. You know, when Satan came to Jesus, he told Jesus that, well, if you're the son of God, then why don't you turn this stone into bread? You all of that. <laughs> but Jesus was wise because he didn't fall for the trap. He knew what it was. When we become still and quiet, then we can hear what we are supposed to hear from the spirit realm and kill the noise in our own conscious mind so that when we recognize the negative karma we won't create it but we will eliminate it kill it, destroy it and make a breakthrough into our tube of light coming from the crown chakra. Again, I say, <laughs> I hope you have enjoyed this message because it's very important for me to do what I do. And although my plate is a little bit full, I've overextended myself, but it's important for me to plan what I do so that I am able to be here and to deliver what I am supposed to say. Karma. What you do comes back to you. But what I do comes back to me also is positive. As above, so below. So my above and my below meet with all the things that I do in between. Have a wonderful evening, morning, or afternoon, wherever you may be. Again, this is Empress Q. I so value you tuning in to my podcast. My website will be almost ready soon but at least phase one still have phase two to go but at least phase one will give you a better understanding of what I do I have memberships my podcast will be on my website as well 
I will be doing some blogs. I won't be giving out the website address not until I have phase one completed and it should be done by the hopefully the end of the month. So I'm really excited about that because I made a poor decision earlier. I had to do it all over again. See that was that karma I didn't recognize. <laughs> didn't recognize it. So I had to repeat the lesson. But it's on track now and I'm really excited about what I am going to be sharing and giving as a part of my reason for being. We must be clear about it. What am I here for? Not to participate in the luxuries of the world. That's a byproduct. But to fulfill the mission and the will of he who sent me and you. Have a great evening, morning, or afternoon. Shalom.